0: Chapter 3 The Tribal Knowledge Paradigm What is tribal knowledge? We struggled with a definition and there was no usable one available anywhere so we made up our own definition in the context of how we use it We defined tribal knowledge in the second chapter and we will repeat it again here Tribal knowledge or know-how is the collective wisdom of the organization. It is the sum of all the knowledge and capabilities of all the people. It is the knowledge used to deliver, to support, or to develop value for customers. But it is also all the knowledge that is wrong, imprecise, and useless. It is the knowledge of the informal power structure and process or how things really work and how they ought to. It is the knowledge of who constrains the process and who facilitates it. It is the knowledge that is squirreled away by employees who feel a need to protect their jobs by not sharing the information needed to do a job. It is all the skeletons in the corporate closet. This is a part of the totality of the tribal knowledge. For example, It is the knowledge and experience of the assembler who won't tell others how he can put those two casings together when no one else can. That knowledge is his job security. But more importantly, it is the untapped knowledge that remains unused or abused. So we use that definition for know-how as well. We use the terms interchangeably. What is the tribal knowledge paradigm? Very basically, the tribal knowledge paradigm consists of the following four principles. 1. Tribal knowledge and know-how are used interchangeably. 2. Every manager has a responsibility to improve mission-relevant tribal knowledge. 3. A broad engagement of mission-relevant tribal knowledge is a driver for internal growth. And four, managers are guided to integrate decision-making that reflects its relationship to company mission. Let's explain each of these. Tribal knowledge and know-how are used interchangeably. We believe that the equating of tribal knowledge with know-how takes a big issue off the table because the confusion that we have experienced trying to explain any differences. There is none in our view. When CEOs asked us over and over to distinguish between the two, we basically simplified the discussion by saying that they were the same. Nothing else made sense. It just makes all discussions in this area a lot easier. Once we are all clear on that, we continue moving forward. Yet, it is our intent to spotlight corporate know-how as the prerequisite of business success and by using the term tribal knowledge we emphasize the structure and process of improving know-how. The point recognizes that tribal knowledge is an essential resource that must be continually maintained, developed and synchronized with organizational mission. This almost sounds obvious but over our 25 years engaged in this consulting work, we realized that like all things, you must pay attention to it. That is why the analogy of the second law of thermodynamics is so important to us. It allows us to explain the need to keep adding energy to the system. It tells us that we need to pay attention to the tribal knowledge, but it doesn't tell us what we need to do to increase or improve it. It merely says that we need to pay attention to it. We cover the need to increase tribal knowledge in the next principle of our definition. Number two, increasing mission-relevant tribal knowledge is every manager's responsibility. Improving tribal knowledge must be integrated into management As a process and not be treated as an initiative. It must become part of how executives, managers and supervisors manage and are judged in their performance reviews. It is a form of continuous improvement but has a different slant. The Japanese coined the term Kaizen to encompass the issue of continuous improvement. But that just bounces off American managers. It is a Zen philosophy. The Japanese have no trouble incorporating that thinking into their management philosophy. But what we realized is that focusing on the intangible asset tribal knowledge or know-how, you are focusing on the value-added principles that shareholders want to support. Shareholders realize that the value of tribal knowledge is setting the stage for internal growth opportunities. Mission relevance sets the context of tribal knowledge. Corporate mission is meant to be a unifying statement bringing all stakeholders to the same understanding of what a company is about. It is a rallying point that everyone can get behind. For example, Monsanto summarized their slogan and vision into an initiative mission statement, quote, double crop yield in 20 years, unquote. This mission created an immediate action as they sold off low mission-relevant know-how, bovine growth hormone. Also, the whole company focused on innovations that dramatically improve crop yield in major crops such as corn and soybeans double crop yield in 20 years is a lofty and admirable mission something that everyone can feel good about might even provide a viable rationale for genetically modified food crops with all that it still is a good mission statement increasing tribal knowledge requires focused action is what this paradigm is all about We want executives to make business decisions that will not only be judged by their contribution to profits, but also for increasing the mission-relevant tribal knowledge. It amounts to aligning the increase of tribal knowledge and action with corporate strategy. In doing so, the whole organization learns to participate in the process. The act of increasing tribal knowledge engages everyone, increases the intangible corporate asset know-how. By doing this, a measure of the success of this new paradigm emerges, increased mission-relevant know-how. In our view of this paradigm, by making improvements in mission-relevant tribal knowledge, a management touchstone, organizations facilitate the opportunities that allow employees to earn respect as an integral part of their job. This way you create a slightly altered management paradigm without adding significant risk to the organization. Employees become extremely excited about working in this environment because as we know respect is a basic human need. Earned respect requires that everyone buys into the action, plays a role in the mission, understands what is expected of them, has objective measurement of performance, and gets relevant feedback. Earned respect is a forcing function for good management. Employees working in this paradigm will have the greatest reward in this regard. Number three broad, continual engagement is the foundation of internal growth. We believe that by focusing on broad, continual engagement of tribal knowledge, a corporation increases the opportunities for internal growth. We would like to expand on this. But first, we need to comment on the alternative growth option acquisitions. Whether internal growth or growth through acquisitions, the mission relevant tribal knowledge must be a touchstone of any decision. Often, acquisition of a company is the best way to increase know-how or mission relevant strategic advantage. Both the acquisition decision and consideration of post-assimilation actions should consider mission relevant SWOT improvements. And once acquisition is complete, the integration of the tribal knowledge paradigm principles is absolutely essential to the future success of the acquisition. Employees of the new acquisition can readily adopt the principles, and the speed of delivery of phase zero of the war on waste takes very little time, less than eight weeks. Whatever option is chosen, improvement of tribal knowledge is the foundation for future growth. Our point here is that either of these two strategies are effective ways to increase shareholder value and improve tribal knowledge. In the case of Apple, internal growth has been the driver that has led to its position as the most valuable New York Stock Exchange stock in terms of market cap. On the other hand, GE and Cisco have used the acquisition strategy to achieve their growth objectives to meet shareholder expectations. In the latter case, once the acquisition was complete, an integration problem exists, and the tribal knowledge paradigm helps this process. That said... Our focus is to complete the arguments as to why the tribal knowledge paradigm is optimum for the development of an internal growth strategy. We start by linking CEOs to employees with a focus on increasing tribal knowledge. Leadership sustains best practices while clarifying employee perception of sense of purpose and belonging. Broad continual engagement with a sense of urgency, itself requires a shift, but not a stretch, in management perspective. To make engagement broad, we must make it understandable, and we must reduce financial risk. To do this, we dramatically reduce complexity and reduce scale to maximize resource leverage. We launch far more small-scale projects initially as we focus on value-added perspective of products and services. This early stage is designed with three deliverables. 1. Cash generation. 2. Consensus and broad understanding of corporate mission and core business strategies. 3. Incubation of best business practices with subcategories job descriptions evaluation processes, employee motivation, innovation, productivity improvement, and leadership. Experiential learning using the value-added perspective strips away redundant and excess process while eliminating bottlenecks and barriers to continuous improvement. The experience of many small successes acclimates the organization to innovation processes, and expands the tribal knowledge and capabilities. Later stages expand the scope to think more outside the box in a quest for big ideas that are more radical innovation, ideas with a 100 to 1 ROI, and more. Often, these ideas are disruptive technologies or revolutionary product market offerings. Here, we are looking for the quantum leap ideas. It is in this developed innovation stage where technology watch or product and marketing field testing gets formalized. ROI hurdles get relaxed in favor of mission-relevant tribal knowledge gains, but here too we scale to the minimal cost projects. We take small steps forward as employees improve know-how to better position the company for potential full-scale action. The large portfolio of action across a broad base forces corporate strategy to always be challenged. Strategy becomes dynamic. It becomes understandable so that tactics can be relevant and acted upon quickly. The paradigm that we are defining creates a great forum for a corporate innovation culture focused on internal growth. The fourth principle. All improvements of tribal knowledge must pass ROI and mission relevance tests. We discuss this subject in the second chapter, but we need to put it in the context of our definition of the tribal knowledge paradigm. It is a very important point, and reemphasizing it is critical here. In this test of an idea, we judge whether an idea has high or low relevance to the mission of the company. In that discussion, we didn't go into what we meant by the mission of the company. For us, a mission would be a statement of the purpose of the company. It's raison d'être. It would define whom the customer should be, what service or product it delivers, with some distinction, and why people would want to do business with the company. It should provide a framework for different constituents to resolve issues. We have the box in the script again. This is the mission-relevant improved tribal knowledge touchstone box. Again, star material is an idea that has high mission relevance and is high on improvement of tribal knowledge. Something that had better generate a lot of cash is one that is low on mission relevance and low on improvement of tribal knowledge. The other two are... One which is low on mission relevance but high on improvement of tribal knowledge is good for growth. And the last one is high on mission relevance but low on improvement of tribal knowledge would be good for the master plan. It must be a rallying cry for all employees, one that makes them proud to be part of the team. Employees should feel a respect from their family and community for having a role and being part of it. One reason for including the mission relevance into the fray is precisely because it is often conspicuously absent from decisions. By including it as an integral part of the definition of paradigm, it makes a clear statement of the mission very relevant to the organization. It better be clear or it will force a lot of confusion in the decision-making process. The conclusion of this chapter. In summary, let us repeat... There are four components of the Tribal Knowledge Paradigm. Number one, Tribal Knowledge and Know-How are used interchangeably. Two, every manager has a responsibility to improve mission-relevant Tribal Knowledge. Three, a broad engagement of mission-relevant Tribal Knowledge is a driver for internal growth. And finally, number four, managers are guided to integrate decision-making that reflects this relationship to company mission. The end of chapter 3.